and welcome to Appleton Engaged. I'm your host, Timber Smith, DEI coordinator for the city of Appleton. And I'm Andy Anna. I'm the communications manager for the city of Appleton. And Appleton Engaged is a podcast that explores the many people, organizations, and resources that make our community a great place to live, work, and play. So whether you're a longtime resident or just getting to know Appleton, join us as we learn more about our community together. It's time to sit back, relax, and let's dive into our conversation of this week. So, Timber, who is our guest today? Or I may say two guests today. We do have two guests, two amazing guests. And this week's guests are Calissa Schneider and Wendy Sorum, the founders of Young Onset Parkinson's Disease in Women, Wisconsin. Hello. Hi. How are you two doing? Doing pretty good. We're great. Awesome. Okay, I didn't mess anything up there, right? <laughs> no, nope. you did really well. Hey, <laughs> that's always a good start to everything. <laughs> doing good. <laughs> Fantastic. All right. Can you please tell us about yourselves and your association with Appleton in the uh, Fox Cities region? Can we start with you, Calissa? Sure. So I am a UW Oshkosh graduate, class of 2014, got my bachelor's degree in kinesiology, really wanted to go into occupational therapy and realized that I just love to move and found my way into corporate wellness, which led me to becoming a fitness manager at a retirement home. Kind of a fun journey. I think all college kids go through that, but yeah, I fell in love with movement, getting the active agers up and not just being sedentary all day. And when I was getting to know my residents in their retirement home, I realized that they were living with Parkinson's disease, about 20% of them, and just really dove into the community with the whole state of Wisconsin, really, and tried to spread awareness that way. I got basically every movement certification I could to help people living with Parkinson's. And yeah, I've been in the, I've never really left the Fox Cities just because I really got in, involved with movement and the community. How about you, Wendy? I am a transplant. <laughs> I moved here about 17 years ago now. My husband moved us up here with a job and we dragged our four lovely kids up here. And now they're all, my last one's a senior in high school and... They're all happily here in the Fox Valley, all grown up. <laughs> but this is by far the best place that we have lived. <laughs> we love the Fox Valley. We are huge sports fans. I have three boys and one girl. So oh, okay. we are Packer fans. We are Bucks fans. We are Brewers fans. My boys can give you stats on them like no other. So things will come up and I will, they'll, they'll text me things immediately. I'll oh. know them within minutes of <laughs> who's here, who's gone, who got traded, who, like everything I'll know in minutes. So yeah, this is, this is our home. We aren't going anywhere. We love it here. <laughs> That's fantastic. That's so awesome. Can you please tell us about your organization? Sure. We are Young Onset Parkinson's Disease in Women, Wisconsin. And we started 
not that long ago. We started in June of 2023, and it started with two ladies <laughs> who felt like there needed to be a change in the support for women with Parkinson's. So Parkinson's disease is typically known as the old white man's disease. There's about 88% have, of gentlemen with Parkinson's disease have self-identified as white. And they're generally diagnosed after the age of 60. So most of the people that you will meet with Parkinson's are older. And most notab notably, I guess that's how you say mm -hmm. it, identified by a tremor. That's really how you recognize people with Parkinson's. So they're usually older, they usually have a tremor, and they're usually older white men. Wasn't there, and, and I don't want to get this wrong, was there anyone famous who had Parkinson's <laughs> that we all might be able to know and maybe tie it together? And then can we talk a little bit about, like, what is Parkinson's so we can understand it? Because I, I, I feel like as, as a person, as an audience member, you hear about it, but I don't know if we all understand it outside of the tremors. Sure. So I'm sure you've heard of Michael J. Fox. Michael J. Fox Foundation is a, a great foundation. They do a lot into research. There's also Muhammad Ali. They have a wonderful foundation out in Arizona that focuses on movement. There's also Davis Finney. He's a big cyclist. So kind of see a little bit of a trend with movement with Parkinson's disease. But those are some big names that come right away to my mind. Parkinson's is a neurodegenerative disease. It affects a part of your brain where you stop producing dopamine. Dopamine is the chemical that helps you move. So really what, what we do and why I focus on the exercise so much is because you know, you'll see that tremor, slowness of movement is another one, stiffness, rigidity. Those are the main, main symptoms of Parkinson's that you see when it's first described in, tech, in textbooks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and dopamine is that feel-good hormone right. that you have in your brain. So it gives you that sense of pleasure, that sense of motivation, of learning new things. So when Calissa says things like for exercise and you have to be motivated to do it and that's the motivation so for people with Parkinson's when dopamine depletes and it's not being continually made then we don't have <laughs> that motivation to do things it's much harder for us to go out and do those things and our bodies don't work the same way so I understand your organization works specifically for the women, but you call this disease an old white men's disease. Mm -hmm. So what do you think the share of the women in this condition? And why did you feel the need to just create it for the women and not the entire population of Wisconsin? Yeah, so I'll, I'll start with it. As I shared, I was a part of a retirement community, the older population. And that's how Wendy and I met. It was at one of the events to raise awareness for Parkinson's disease. And she just stopped me. And when as soon as we introduced ourselves, it was a, 
oh, I've known this woman my whole life. Like, I don't know what it was, but we just instantly clicked. And I don't, I think we said hi, you know, like the casual, you know, politeness stuff. And then she just looked at me and said, where's the resources for my people? Where is, where is it for me? And that was 2021, I think. Mm -hmm. And we've stayed in touch and contact. And then it was just a, you know what, let's rip the bandaid off. Let's bring resources to Wisconsin. And I'll let Wendy share on it because she's living with it and she's breathing it. So <laughs> I'm just here for support, really. <laughs> she's right. We we met at the this event and I, as I was looking around, it was like, where where are the other women? Where are the other younger women? There weren't any. And I had been attending a support group in the Valley that is a wonderful support group. They're really great. The first time I walked in there, I was in shock. I There was no one my age, and it was mostly men. And I didn't know if I belonged there, but they were really nice, and they welcomed me in, and they're sweet. They're all my friends. <laughs> I love them. But as time went on, I just kept wondering, like, well, where, where are people for me? Where are my women? Or even just people my age? And at the support group, a lot of support groups for Parkinson's will have people come in once a month or talk about different issues, talk about different things every month. And what I was noticing is that none of those things really applied to me at this stage of my life. They would talk about how do you get into a nursing home or how do you apply for disability or, you know, retirement things. And I was like, I need to know, how do I talk to my boss about this? Right. Like, all of these people are retired, and, and that's great. But I'm still working. How do I talk to my boss about this? I've got four young kids. How do I explain this to them? You know, it's I have a totally different stage of life that the other people in the support group are living. And so... More and more, I just felt like I was alone in this. And it's hard enough. <laughs> it's hard enough being a person with Parkinson's, but then to feel even more alone was harder. So I was, I was diagnosed with Parkinson's in the fall of 2020 at 47 years old. Wow. And there are only about 400 women a year diagnosed with Parkinson's under the age of 50. Mm. That's not very many. That's <laughs> not very many at all. So we have here in Wisconsin, we have about 15,000 people with Parkinson's in Wisconsin. There's about a million in the United States. We have about 15,000 here in Wisconsin. And when we get diagnosed, it's scary. I have no one in my family that has had it. I've never known anyone with it. And at this age, when my doctor said, oh, yep, you have Parkinson's. I was like, what? How could I have Parkinson's? <laughs> and you just, it's just shocking. And so as Calissa and I talked more and more, it was like, there have got to be other women in our community that are in the same place that I am. And so the truth is this whole thing began because I was being selfish, <laughs> because I wanted to meet 
other women my age with Parkinson's because I knew if I felt this way, there had to be other women that felt this way too. Absolutely. And community is so important. It's everything. It's everything. So let's say we have a Appleton engaged listener who's like, oh my God, me too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What can they expect by reaching out to you? Oh, love. <laughs> laughter <laughs> laughter i mean community support um so we we started in june we're like well let's make a logo and a facebook page and let's you know if we build it they will come that was our mindset and they really did they reached out to us we have a, a very fun engaged group of about nine nine women and that's how it is every lady that comes to the first time of the group they just want to hear each other's stories and how did you do this how did you apply for that you know they there's all of this interest and in, you know we've met a handful of times and you learn something new already each time that's what you can expect is just this continuous support and love and and understanding because we're all in that same walk of life mm-hmm. and you're not you're not alone Mm-mm. we're all we're all in this together and none of us have the same issues. None of us have the same exact symptoms. None of us are on the same medication. When you meet a person with Parkinson's, you have met one person with Parkinson's. Every Parkinson's person is different. There are so many different symptoms that can be a part of it that the way that I respond and the way that I look with Parkinson's will look very different than all of the other women in the group. And you can see that when we gather. Some of us have a lot of movement issues. Some of us don't have any movement issues. Some of us are jealous of that. (laughs) You know, some of us have to use a walking device to get places. Some of us don't. And so it's a place where you can come and just be who you are and ask your questions, come get mad, get angry. We're all upset. We're like mad that we have this. No one expects to have this disease at any age, but especially as a woman, you know, in 40s and 50s, it's just not, doesn't seem or feel normal. And so you have to have a group. You have to have people who can walk alongside you. And that's what we want to be for people. So I understand, like, you know, it has become a support group for people to come, like, you know, and and share what they go through every day. So where do you do these meetings? Is there a place you have, you you keep changing the venues and, you know, how do you do these meetings? Is it monthly, quarterly, how you meet? Yeah, so we meet on the third Thursday of each month. Right now we are meeting at Barnes & Noble in Appleton over by the mall. At 6.30, and yeah, we find a little corner by the Starbucks there and grab a drink, don't grab a drink, and just talk. I mean, I think the last one went two hours. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of women together. It's going to go a while. <laughs> a little loud at the bookstore. So is there any virtual way, too? Because I understand a lot of people have movement issues, so can they join virtually? A lot of listeners might be thinking of that idea, too. I know that that is eventually in our plan is to have that option, a virtual option. Right now, it's not, and that's mostly because of where we're meeting. But one thing that we would like to 
find out from the community through this is if we can find a new place that we can meet. We'd like to have a place in the community that we can come together that isn't the bookstore or isn't a, you know, a, a place that's going to have a lot of people that, that are in and out all the time, but a place where we can you know, have a little bit of space, a little bit of quiet, and be able to have maybe a computer up where people can, can come in virtually and, and be a part of the group as well. Are there, you're very, like this is a really new organization uh, at this point. Do you, do you know, do you have plans for what you plan on doing in the future? Is there signature events or how this might expand or grow? Or are there going to be, I'm thinking facilitation, presentation, keynotes, uh, anything of the sort. (laughs) How... Is there going to be ways where you, you're going to help the community become more educated? Yeah, absolutely. We, When we built the support group and built our, our Facebook page, we didn't know how many women we would have. So we were overwhelmed and filled with joy of how many have reached out to us mm-hmm. that we really want to focus on awareness now and bring bring into light of, you know, let's break that stigma of the old white man's disease. It's beautiful women like Wendy here that are living with this disease. So yes, we don't know what that looks like. Me, I'm a, I'm a dreamer. I'm a planner. Let's shoot for the stars for it, you know, (laughs) rent out Lambeau field or something. But yeah, I, I don't know. We don't have a, a big event yet, but you'll, you'll see stuff from us. I'm, I'm sure of it. Yeah. It is really, really important to us. The, the main part of the main vision of our group was to gather women together and give them like a safe landing place once they've been diagnosed. But definitely the next step is to bring awareness. Parkinson's disease itself is not something that a lot of people know about, but even more so that when people think of Parkinson's or when you read about it in a magazine, you'll see pictures of older people. And they'll talk about people with Parkinson's that are older people. You'll see commercials of older people. That's not the way it is. <laughs> and we need to we need to bring awareness to the fact that it's not it's this group of amazing ladies who all have kids who have four who are four, kids who are off in college, kids who are grown up you know, husbands and families and jobs and they're not old. (laughs) We're still here. (laughs) Is there a story you can share with us that helps the Appleton Engaged listeners understand the power of this organization? Yes. (laughs) Um, The... The last, the last group that we had together, it was, I was a little nervous because my cohort here was not able to be there. She was off doing her exercise certification stuff. She was learning more about rock steady boxing, which is excellent for Parkinson's. And so I was going to lead our support group alone (laughs) for the first time. I was a little nervous and I knew that we were going to have some new people. So as we have started, 
we continue to get emails at least two, three times a month, if not every week. We have gotten emails from women that are like, we've seen your Facebook page, we saw your flyer, we, you know, we heard about your group asking for more information. So we have more and more women wanting to find out about us. And so I knew that there were going to be some brand new women at the group. So I got there early and got us a little space off in the corner. And one of our newer gals that I have started to get to know came and was like, oh, good, there's someone with me. (laughs) We were just enjoying some time. And slowly, some of the ladies started trickling in. And they just kind of, you can get that look of like, oh, yeah, they look like they're looking for someone. And then I kind of stand up with my T-shirt on that says YOPD in Women, Wisconsin, so they know, okay, it's probably over there. (laughs) And this group of women came, and, and there was not... There was not a moment where every single one of those women were engaged in conversation about who they are and what they loved and hated about having this disease, learning from each other, getting to know each other, just realizing I'm not alone in this. I'm not by myself. Someone else knows exactly what I'm feeling. Exactly. Parkinson's patients often have what we call off times and on times. On times tend to be when our medication is working really well and we feel pretty good and everything seems to be going in the right way. (laughs) But there are also off times and off times can be all sorts of symptoms. Your tremors can be can be going really hard. You might not be able to walk as well. You might be extremely stiff. There's all sorts of things for off times that are really, really uncomfortable. And they come and go like you, like you can't believe. So some of the ladies that came, you could tell they were in an off time. But everybody there knew, everybody understood what was going on and it was the safest place to be. And that night, when I left this group of women, I got in my van and I just wept because this is what it was created for. This is why we created this group. And I just was so excited that these women felt loved, that they felt like they connected to someone, and that they had this whole new group of women in their lives that they could be a part of. And it was worth every, everything that we went through to get to that place was worth it just for that, just for that. So is there anything the community can do to be helpful? And also what kind of outreach you're expecting to do in the coming weeks and months? Because I understand you need a lot of support because it's a nascent organization. So you need support at many levels. So I would love to know like, what you want the community to know about the organization and the ways they can support you. Well, I will tell you the ways that we have kind of started getting our name out into the community. As we are a new group, our financial amount is just whatever Calissa and I can give into it at the time. So that is just based off of what we can give and 
if we could give everything, we would. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but what we have done so far is we actually purchased some stickers that had information about young onset Parkinson's, had a couple of statistics on it. We had a really cool QR code, had our information, took you straight to our website. And then we talked with Copper Rock, Copper Rock Coffee Shop here in Appleton on downtown College Avenue. And they were willing to give us some of their coffee sleeves. And we got to put our stickers on their coffee sleeves and then give them back. And then they used those coffee sleeves to hand out to their customers. Oh, awesome. So it offers just another way to get us out into the community for people to see, oh, what is this? Who are these people? And everybody cool does a QR code these days. (laughs) So we had the cool QR code and um, takes you to our Facebook page where you get to see who we are and what we do and the things that are a part of, yeah, a part of what we do every day and the different programs that we participate in and different things. So we started with we started with that, but there are so many more things that we want to do. Mm-hmm. Our vision for the future is that we would like to be able to to make packets for the women to take to the neurologists in the area, the different like neuroscience center and theta care neurologists, any of the neurologists in the area, and be able to have some packets that are created with information in there that when they have a woman diagnosed under the age of 55 or, you know, around that area, that they would be able to give this to them and be like, here you go. Here's a resource. You're not alone. Here are other women that you can be connected to. Here are things that you can do. Here are exercise groups you can be a part of, you know, and you're not just dropped into this cold, hard Parkinson's disease world with no information. But being able to do that, of course, takes time and money. And we just need to, we're just trying to figure out right now, how can we get more information out there in the best possible way? So we're kind of starting slow right now, but also trying to do what we can. Who can um, the listeners contact? Who can people contact if they wish to learn more or to get involved? What are the ways? Well, you there are three different ways that you can contact us. <laughs> we have a Facebook page where you can reach out to either Calissa or I, which is Young Onset PD in Women, Wisconsin. So you can reach us there. We do have an email, which is yopdwfox at gmail.com. Or you can always reach out via text to me, which is 920-810-4367. And those are the ways that we have had people reach out to us either through Facebook, email, or texts. Ever since we have gotten started, we've gotten people reaching out in those areas. So do you want to send some shout-outs to the amazing people who continue to join your organization Absolutely. So like I said, we have a really good, solid group right off the bat. So just some of the women that are our solid OG crew here. We got 
Jill, Sonal, Rhonda, Dar, and Holly. You ladies are amazing. And all of you ladies that are listening that will come, you're just as amazing too. Okay. One last question. Is there anything we didn't ask that you'd like to share? I think really the the biggest thing that we want people to know is that Parkinson's disease is something that affects a lot of people. And there are people in the Appleton community and in the Fox Valley community that it affects. Mm-hmm. And we have resources for them. But not a lot of people know about those resources. And we need to make them known. They need to become more aware of what's available to them. And especially in our instance, we're really working to bring awareness for younger women with Parkinson's disease. That's really important to us. Okay. Thank you, Calissa, and thank you, Wendy. At this time, we're going to start wrapping up the episode. Just want to take a moment and say thank you, thank you, thank you to the Appleton Engaged listeners here. We are a work in progress. We are always trying to get better. But for us to get better, please let us know what we can do, where we can improve. But also, if you would like to become a guest or if you would like to suggest a guest, you can reach out to us here at Appleton Engaged at diversity at appleton.org. Once again, that is diversity at appleton.org. And then Appleton Engaged listeners, we have a request for you. What we need is for you as listeners to take the time and subscribe to the podcast. Please subscribe and take time to leave us reviews. What this does is it improves our analytics. Uh, We think we have something pretty special here. It helps more people find out about Appleton Engaged. Also, take a moment that if you see Appleton Engaged cross your uh, social media timeline, please hit the share button so more people can learn about us. Remember, the conversation we had today doesn't stop here. So let's keep the dialogue alive. Until next time, stay engaged and keep spreading the positive energy. Thank you.